Hey. Huh? You scared me there. Is that is that true? Huh? Oh my god, it's the it's the mortal man. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back with the Mortal Man podcast. It's literally been, I think, two years. Two years since I last dropped an episode. That's kind of crazy because I really love doing this. But I had to do some soul searching. And the thing is, when you're looking for your soul, you find out that it's in you the whole time. So now you have to find yourself, I think. That was meant to be deep. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, if you take the right substance, it it gets really deep. But we're back. And I just wanted to start it off light. We're in a very interesting situation right now. At least I'm in a very interesting situation. But I think most of the world can relate. Right? Coronavirus. Things are getting weird. I'm in Rome, Italy right now. And uh, yeah, things are weird. We're all quarantined. It's weird. It's nothing crazy. It is mostly weird and unfortunate because a lot of people are dying, man. A lot of a lot of people are dying, mostly elderly and sick people. Um, which I really like. My heart goes out to a lot of families who are dealing with death right now, and my heart goes out to a lot of doctors who are dealing with the situation right now and just trying to combat it as best they can. Anywhere in the world, really. Um, and I'm sure it's not an easy burden for our global leaders to to carry, because to be fair, they're pretty underprepared for this, um, which we can get into. But I just want to off rip say, shit's tough. Um, and I get it. I'm about to talk to my friend Ale, so hey, hope you guys enjoy. Ale. Alisa, yeah. yeah. Hey. How you doing, Alisa? Hello. I've been all right. It's uh, it's kind of difficult out here in the uh, uh, isolation. Oh, yeah. But uh, trying to keep busy. Facts, bro. We're both in Rome right now. And, yeah. yeah, the whole coronavirus quarantine thing. And, dude, this is the reason why I'm not having kids, bro. Really? Yeah. Because uh, you don't want to raise kids in a world where where things like this happen regularly and may continue to happen more regularly. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. And, like, also, I feel like we're very underprepared for the future. Like, okay, fine. This is happening right now because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, given a lot of the effects of global warming, we're going to start seeing a lot more stuff like this happening where we don't have much control and the best thing to do is hey stay in your house yeah because because there's not a lot of preparation and uh, there's a lot of us and if things are contagious like this Mm. it's it'll be difficult to uh have large governments organize because we're just so damn globalized facts bro facts and like you said like there are a lot of us man like I honestly think the less of us add more to this whole mess, the better. Like, not that having kids is a bad thing, but mm, maybe not all of us need to have kids. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. The, the worst thing, because um, I consider myself not a homebody, although I like to stay at home sometimes, 
I uh, I really enjoy being outside and I like being with people I like. So the most difficult part is the the being alone. Well, okay, so I'm going to think about what you just said from two different angles, right? So on one end, right, hypothetical situation, bro. If you had kids, you wouldn't be alone, but on the other end, if you had kids, you had to be in the house with your goddamn kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have kids, it's uh, no longer about you, it's about the kids. Exactly. That's just exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have I have siblings and I'm with my I'm living with my mom now. Mm. And she has been stressing because my my siblings are around the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i can't imagine what that's like for her i've got one sibling a younger sister and she's in canada which is okay. like initially you know when the reports you know started coming out it's like okay i mean we're here i i, I live with my parents so uh mm-hmm. yeah we're here and she's there and it's like okay at least one of us you know isn't that much at risk and then like justin trudeau and his wife like self-quarantine because they may have it and i think his wife has it but like the coronavirus so yeah so it's like i could see the mild levels of stress on my parents but at the same time it's like we all know like our demographic is pretty low risk yeah um and uh, an important thing about the demographics is you also have to be healthy. You know, young people who may smoke a lot of cigarettes, may be (laughs) sleep-deprived, may be... I think I'm um, guilty. Well, what are other unhealthy things? Yeah, maybe not, like, physically active too much, are at higher risk than those who don't smoke, are physically active, and eat healthy. Yeah, I feel very personally attacked by what you just said. (laughs) <laughs> uh, um, i'm like oh my god no no let me go to the gym right now oh wait it's closed uh, yeah. <laughs> right now what i've been doing to keep my health high uh-huh i've been um drinking a lot of freshly squeezed orange juice oh that's we buy a lot of oranges and that's pretty much my exercise too cutting the oranges you know squeezing the oranges it's Dude. it's a lot of work so it's uh, you get two in one with with oranges. I I really like that, and it's kind of I I feel like it also still goes into the argument of like why urbanization isn't like the best thing because you're mm. you're at the farm right now, right? Unfortunately, no. Oh wait, where are you getting the oranges, bro? From uh, the market. Oh okay, so walking to the market, getting okay. I had visualized something totally different. I had visualized no, you I like. Would- you know, I wish whatever you visualized was the reality. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. in the fourth floor of an apartment complex. <laughs> yes, yes. How exciting! How thrilling! How exciting! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but still, I, I think it's still good. Like, cause, okay, you you leave the house, go get some food, which also kind of goes into like not overstocking, which. Which, to be fair, like, right now, I don't think there's a need to overstock. I feel like the government ha- is trying their best 
to reduce panic and it's not within their best interest for people to like go kind of crazy yeah so you know so it, it, it's not a bad idea like every like one two days you have an excuse exactly. to leave the house which is exactly. yeah no that's actually pretty good bro do you go to like a, a market close by or you have to you do you try to go out of your way it's a uh, it's like maybe three blocks away but that's not too bad yeah that's not too bad that's not too shabby but the the issue is that only one person can enter at the time at a time oh yeah so you have to wait outside with a bunch of people and they're all giving you side eye because because i'm not wearing my masks so they'll look at me like oh he's a young person how he's, dare you how dare they the yeah. audacity yeah but you know what's funny to me right now is like I mostly see old people not really giving a fuck. Like Yeah. Like they don't really care as much. Sure they'll be like, yeah, but like okay, so I went to the supermarket the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And number one, the only people, well, at least majority of the people who were at the supermarket were probably like late 60s going all the way up to the 80s, bro. Like these people were just mostly old, right? No masks on, just kind of like not really caring, kind of very annoyed that they have to wait in line to get into the supermarket. And then the couple of like, I would say like middle-aged people and below, you know, everyone's got their masks on, you know, they've got gloves on. And these old people are just like, dude, like, I'm like one of the most vulnerable mm-hmm. people. I honestly don't care. I've lived life like, you know... It makes, you, it makes you think. Yeah, facts, facts. And chances are, most of them, like, either lived in part through World War Two, Exactly. Or were, like, alive just after, like, were born, like, not too long after that. Yeah. Which is, like, which is insane for perspective's sake. It's like, oh, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, I think they, I think the older people will be slow to realize the gravity of the situation but i've also heard that young people are also in the same boat of just not caring you know they're mm-hmm. like oh it's not my age group and then they yeah. uh, they say inshallah inshallah that sounds like arabic isn't so yeah it's actually interesting you say that because inshallah is like Italian or very Roman for like forget about it like don't worry, but it, huh. it comes from it. It comes from inshallah. Yeah, yeah, because inshallah is what it's let like like let yeah. let God's, God's will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so pretty interesting, bro. The the inshallah that uh, Italians use oh so often comes from Arabic. That's crazy, dude. Why, dude? Why are Italians racist, bro? Because it makes, like, because yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, you just said that, and I'm thinking, dude, like, so much of Italian culture, current, Absolutely. Is, is current, yeah, current Italian culture is made up of all these different cultures. Yes. You know, like. I, I mean, if we, if we take Sicily as an example, Sicily was part of the uh, Muslim empire, one of them, for 600 years. Dude. So. Now, you know, there's this kind of, the Sicilians have been told, you know, you're European, you're like us, you mm. know, you get privilege. Mm. At the end of the day, it's like, well, they're Mediterranean and 
you know, that's that's its own thing. You know, of course, uh, a lot of Italians look white and are white, you know, European, me included. I don't look uh, especially not white. I'd, I'd say when people look at me, they, they think European. Yeah, they, they, they definitely think that until they see you in Alcazar dancing. And then it's like, wait, dude, are you from Nigeria? Right. <laughs> oh stop it <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i have to put it out there you're actually a pretty good dancer i like that it's cool thank you yeah i really um, enjoy myself but yeah no dude that's um that's facts bro it's it, it is really like weird to me uh the racism even like considering like this time i've got um some asian friends or at least friends mm-hmm. with some asian descent even though they, they may not particularly be like uh japanese chinese like you know national yeah. nationality wise and dude like this shit is rough bro it's rough like people are really not mm-hmm. fucking with asians at all yeah. um which yeah. which okay i i i can't say i understand it i mean i see where the fear is rooted right like it's like oh this is an this 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 uh, virus came from china or whatever but the thing is at this point if you really think about it like you have a lot higher for chance getting it from an italian national right now currently than like uh some filipino dude who's been here since like mm-hmm. i don't know the past couple of years Definitely. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um I think the coronavirus and other things like for example Ebola years mm. ago mm. or I don't know, other regionally regionally relative uh illnesses is that it kind of gives people an excuse to express these sentiments and racisms that they've always had. Yeah, facts. You know, like, oh, finally, there's, there's, I have an outlet to be anti-Chinese. Yep. Or anti, like, African or, you know, Ebola was in, or AIDS even, I don't know, anti-gay or anti, I guess, South African, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel Uh, you, bro. Yeah. People, people do that a lot. Like, it kind of fucks me up, but like, I don't know, bro. I don't know how to make sense of it. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot in the world. Uh, <laughs> there's just a lot going on, and yeah, uh, sometimes I feel like humans try to take too much control, and that's when the control mm. gets uh, chaotic. And because there's no way that a human with a with a monkey brain is able to juggle all the things that naturally are in flow in the natural system. Dude, I totally agree with you. But do you think that like since our ancestors way before us took it upon mm-hmm. themselves to take control of certain situations, right? In some cases for our survival and in other cases simply because of arrogance. Now we have that burden because now it, we can't just drop control. There's too many of us to do that. Like so much is at stake now. Yeah. If If we don't want... If we want the transition to less control and more, you know, more flow, it mm-hmm. has to be a slow transition. Because if it's too fast, 
then there will be some train wrecks. Yeah, I totally agree with you, bro. I, it I, has to be a transition. Yeah, facts. I think, okay, so one thing that this time has got me thinking about is like definitely the world is going to be a different place after all of this is kind of more normalized and people have a better grip uh-huh. of what's going on, right? It's definitely going to be a, a different place. But yeah. I really am... What's making me more anxious is to see in what ways it's going to be different. Because on one end, in my mind, I'm like, oh, um, people are going to see that maybe we need more cooperation uh, amongst each other. And because this is a virus that is literally, it's non-discriminant. It's, it, it gets anyone, rich, poor, uh you know, like you, anyone can contract it, and like worse things are coming in the future. Definitely, this is just um, this is. I wouldn't say the beginning, but the dominoes are still small. Yes, yes, I would agree with you there, and I'm hoping that one of the consequences of this is that people are more collaborative and a bit more united, and some of these other things that we've created dissolve. Like some of these barriers we've created between each other dissolve. But I know that that is like a fantasy. Like in my mind, I can already see it being a situation of people becoming even more nationalistic than they're already kind of on the rise of being, you know? Yes. And being even more divided and being like, oh no, like the way in which we're going to control the world more is to gain more control of these like smaller pockets of everyone and like it's kind of like us against the world and <sighs> it's a slippery slope it's a slippery slope to fascism yeah yeah yeah, yeah and that's 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 i'm more scared about that bro yeah Honestly. <laughs> humans uh i think the the uh, allegiances because you know people have had allegiances since the dawn of you know i'm we are us and you are you know us and them that mm-hmm. type of mentality that is natural but it's it's where those lines are drawn mm. that i think is is important because in one of my university classes um we talked about imagined communities oh yeah yeah and how, yeah like, you know, I don't have anything, any relation to some guy in northern or southern Italy, but because of this idea, I, you know, I can be like, oh, okay, we're in the same tribe. When quite frankly, in terms of personalities, they could be the worst person ever, and they could True. disagree with me a hundred and fifty percent. True. And it's, you know, but for some reason, I'm part of their in-group and they're part of my in-group because we both have the same passport, maybe, or we speak the same language, although we talk about different things. Yeah, which is something that, I mean, I understand because of, you know, the history of things. I understand why we have these national identities. Personally, I and I and I'm not sure if you can relate as well because I know you've lived in a lot of different places as well like a national identity to me it seems so 
it's not a meaningful identity to have in yeah. my opinion it's and that's obviously from the biased perspective of having lived in several different countries and having connected at a very genuine level with different people from very different backgrounds uh-huh yeah so it's like ah uh, what does it really mean again to be zimbabwean <laughs> you know like i don't i don't quite understand honestly like i can get the history okay cool yeah we have like some sort of shared history shared struggles yeah um but at the same like a lot of these things like okay for example like colonization right yeah that happened in zimbabwe for sure it also happened in south africa zambia malawi um you know like it happened in so many different places in a very similar fashion it's yeah. not just like you would you would like to think that okay yeah since people have a shared struggle they'll be more united dude africa is not that united even though they have a very much of a shared struggle and that's like mm-hmm. the same in a lot of other places in my mind so it's like i i totally get what you're saying personality wise you could be totally different in terms of your values even though you have all this like i guess shared identity and these imaginary um Wait, what'd you say? Imaginary Com- borders, right? Yeah, imaginary yeah. communities. Communities. Communities, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Because uh, you don't know someone until you, you know them, you know? True. And true. These, are, these are just kind of shortcuts in knowing them, I guess. Because if you both are wearing like a same, the same T-shirt that, you know, it says like Zimbabwe on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That that's already some sort of like shortcut. It's like, oh, you two word, or exactly. two people are wearing like a Lazio shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's shortcuts to be part of other people's tribes. Um, but then, I think the a really important part is like who is on the outside, because then you have, mm, mm. you know, people who are like skinheads, neo Nazis. And they'll see other neo-Nazis and be like, yes, we're a part of an in-group. But that, by definition, those in-groups are like, we hate um, anyone who's not a white Christian, yeah. European, Aryan-looking human. Where you, yeah. Facts, bro. Facts. Which so is... I try to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I try to not, you know, when I meet someone initially... You know, try to understand things from asking them questions and not... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's okay. I honestly didn't know where I was going with this when I started this podcast. All I knew is I don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're talking about neo-Nazis, so it's cool. Uh, and now I'm talking to myself, which is still cool. Uh, Ali had to dip for a bit. And hopefully I can get him back to just wrap this up. But in the meantime, before we get to all that, I just wanted to put you guys on to a dope, dope, dope ass artist. His name is Ox Heat West. And this song that I want to play for you guys is a song that he made a while ago. But he's a dope ass producer and rapper. He produced two of my EPs, uh, Stockholm Syndrome and Sweet Summer Child. I would say my best works to date, if I do say so myself. And 
he and we've made a bunch of songs together right the most recent one being summer blazing check it out on his soundcloud ox heat west but this is couldn't wait for heaven by ox call it a rap this is literally just like an experiment going back into podcasting thanks ali for accepting my call and coming back onto the call thank you for having me i'm uh i'm i'm honored to be a guest on your podcast nice bro okay before you leave though do you want to let the people know about anything cool outside of like anything optimistic that you've been like thinking about like just something cool to leave them on Something they can read, watch, literally mm. anything. 
Well, I like to think about the the history of materials, mm. and it's a bit on a tangent, but like you know how how in a lot of natural things there are fractals, but with a lot of constructed things there are no fractals. Okay, it's well. very evident. You know, for example, a tree is the perfect example, but. Mm-hmm. You know, even even uh, if you look at like the way water runs down a natural system, you know, natural things mm. turn into fractals, while human things, when they decay, fractals are created. But in human, in the way humans be, it's very anti-fractal. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, I like that, dude. That's a pretty interesting thing to leave it on. I might just start up the next podcast with some with that because now you got giving me a lot to think about. Mm. All right, thanks, All bro. Right. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.